Uh, hold on, I got someone at the door. Hold on, come in, come in. So, um, what a what an unprofessional, damned organization this is. This is just. I get up in the morning to do this. Um, sit down, sit down. No one even knows. It's like supposed to be radio, and people walk in and like it's television. It's not television. What I was talking about. What I was talking about <laughs> was that laughs on Fox TV is similar to Evening at the Improv. What it was in the early 80s for young comics, it's kind of turning out to be now. And they go around the country and they shoot in clubs. And instead of guys, and you know, it's kind of cool because guys are getting early television exposure in a different way because instead of having, they're going to do five or eight minutes and it's going to be taped. But they got to chop it up in like little minute bits, two minute bits. The original idea was if you were going to take YouTube um, videos and put it on television. And there was some some uh, um, consternation about the nation when the show first started because they uh, it was Fox. So they didn't want to pay the artists. Um, and they weren't paying the artists. And there was there was a you and a crying about that. And, and even even people who um, uh, don't want to pay the artists realize the unfairness of not paying the art. You know, someone who doesn't pay realizes the unfairness of not paying. They realize it. They just don't care. But they um, they decided to pay something. So it's a cool show. It's a cool show. Uh, Kirsten Alberts, who uh, has been uh, a good friend of uh, ComedySchools.com in this show, has been on it four times. Um, Jolene Lunzer has been on it. Uh, I'm losing track of the number of people I now know who's been on the show. But Michael Longfellow will be on, uh, as we understand it, February 24th. And he'll be in the studio in a little bit to talk to us about it. Uh, I'm excited right now, as excited as I can be. Um, I don't have an excitement, Gene. Because in studio, as we speak, we have a man who will be at the Tempe Center for the Arts Friday night at 7.30. He's kind of a controversial character. Uh, kind of like one of those Bundy Ranch guys. And maybe we could talk to him about that. Taylor Hicker. Can you define controversial? Well, uh, that was Taylor Hicker, ladies and gentlemen, who will be on the show, um, Right Wing, Left Wing, Friday night, 7.30 at the Tempe Center of the Arts. It's the political comedic town hall debate where everything is discussed and uh, uh, nothing is solved. And Taylor usually takes what we consider the right wing. Well, you come out on sta in stage, let's be honest, and you have a Confederate flag on your T-shirt. So that's not a position, the, the controversial what do you mean? It's not a position. Is this this is uh this isn't terrestrial, right? So we can how PC do I have to be here? You could you could be as free as you want here. I'm just wondering what like am I on the bottom, am I on the top with this controversial? I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't Where's know. my position? It's not a, <laughs> when I say your position, I'm not talking about a sexual position. Do people actually have sex with you, Taylor? I mean, if anybody wants to go to my Facebook page, there's a picture of Taylor and I uh, at the Peoria Center of the Arts. And um, and then you want to take a look at that. Do do people actually have sex? Do you have a woman? I have family. <laughs> you have family. You're like, okay, so you, you sleep with... I have family. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm married. I, you know, I have a wife. Do you have a wife? I have... No, <laughs> I guess short term, short answer, long. Short answer. I'm making the short an the short answer are you saying, long. Are you saying that you have sexual relationships with your relatives? I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not not here professing that right now. 
Are you saying that you fuck like your neighbor, your your you fuck family members? I'm not necessarily saying anything. I'm not. I don't have anything wrong against the gays. <laughs> the gays. I didn't mention the gays. Are you gay? I'm not. I'm personally not gay. Now I know I know a lot of gay people, like the five uh, male prostitutes, the last male prostitutes I had sex with. Now they're gay. <laughs> You're just getting out of your system. I'm straight as an arrow. You're straight as an arrow. Right uh, up a guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, because when you when you uh, it, it, like I said once again, if you go to. Uh, my Facebook page, uh, Tony Vizig, or if you go to uh, ComedySchoolsRadio.com, or even I think ComedySchools.com, if you go to any of those pages, you will see a picture of Taylor Hicker. And uh, let me describe him for you. He's um, uh, beautiful. Yeah, I, I want to describe your the way you're dressed. You're barefoot, and you're wearing Daisy Duke shorts, cut up so high that like their jeans where you could see the bottoms of the pockets. And then you have a, a midriff-bearing uh, T-shirt that has a Confederate flag on it. So Correct. You're, you're half nude with a flag of treason on your body. Well, if you put it that way. <laughs> well, that's the way I would put it. I mean, now, look, can I ask you your, uh, your thoughts on the, uh, on the current um, uh, primary season? Uh, Donald Trump and Ted Cruz. Trumper? I like Do- that guy. Donald Trump, you like him? Now, you wouldn't think a guy like me might not like a guy like Trump, a millionaire, but he can uh, he can relate. I feel like he, the confidence he shows, what other person you know will shave off their pubic hair and glue it to the top of their head and go out in public like that every day? That's true. That's true. It's a guy I can be behind, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you going to get behind Trump? What do you, now, what do you think of De- Ted Cruz? There's some uh, controversy with him. Uh, his father was a Cuban revolutionary who then fell afoul of uh, Fidel Castro and then escaped from there and came to the United States and then um, hightailed it up to Canada with his wife where his baby was born, Ted Cruz. Do you think Ted Cruz is an American citizen because he was born in Canada? I have no problem with Ted Cruz washing my car. <laughs> so if Ted Cruz came down here, I mean, do you, would you vote for him for president of the United States? I don't know if I'm allowed to vote, tell you the truth, but I, I'll, I like Ted Cruz. Yeah. I, I like some of his views. I like some of his religious views. And what are those religious views? Just the, the inbred, like national society of the KKK. I'm behind a man like that. That's white bread. Inside something like Pumpernickel. <laughs> are you saying that Ted Cruz is supported by the Ku Klux Klan? I think Ted Cruz. I, You're not I, awake yet, are you? I'm. I'm there. I'm getting there. I just think this Ted Cruz feller. He's not my first choice. Like I said, I like the Trumper. Or I like the George W. Bush. You would like it if Jefferson Davis came back to life, the former president of the Confederacy. You would vote for him. You're going too far back. I, I don't know how to read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there was recently a big controversy in Oregon. Where um, and uh, oddly enough, uh, some of the um, instigators or people involved were from Arizona. The several of my family members. Several of your family. Several of your family members had gone up and had overran a bird sanctuary in Oregon in order to start a uh, political revolution. Is that correct? 
Well, I know, I know, like one of my cousins didn't have a place to stay. That's why he went. <laughs> so he was just crashing. He needs somewhere to crash. Yeah. And uh, they they were talking about food and whatnot. They had some food and some pajamas for him. So he hopped on. Now there was <laughs> they uh, some of the people that were in the compound and the uh, uh, I think it's the Mayher uh, Bird Sanctuary, which is a large refuge uh, up there. Um, some of them, some of the people there, um, and now I don't know who's left in there now. All the uh, uh, the leaders were arrested. One of them, um, unfortunately, uh, I think the guy should be in jail, but I think it's unfortunate that he died. But from all reports, he uh, charged officers and, and was shot. Uh, I heard he was going for his waistband. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You know, as much as as much as I um, want to believe the uh, police in in conjunction with the guy who died in Oregon, they said charge him. We've seen so many cases of white cops shooting black kids, and then go, well, he was going for his waistband. He charged us, and then when we see a video, there's um, no indication of that. Uh, but this is the guy who said that he he would rather die than go to jail, and he he wouldn't he wouldn't. Uh, well, he died. He died, so he's not going to jail. Uh, but some of them got upset, and I don't know who's still there, because when people were sending supplies, uh, people started sending like uh, big bags of dildos and bags of dicks, and because uh, in, in other words, implying that these guys were there's a term right now that the kids use when they, they oh see I would have been happy with that a bag of dicks yeah but you would enjoyed that big are bag. you sure they didn't want that because I know my cousin would have enjoyed that <laughs> is he the one that got shot. <laughs> No, I don't think, unless you're, uh, I think the guy who got shot, his name is Lavoy Finkum. Is that your cousin? Lavoy Fingerum? No, not Fingerum. <laughs> Finkum. He was the guy who, if you watch the news at all, one night a MSNBC news reporter went up, there was a just a blue tarp out in front of the, uh, at the entrance to the refuge, and there was a tent under there, and there was a man sleeping in there. And they got the guy to wake up and come out and talk to him, and it was a Lavoy uh, Oh, blue tarp, yeah, that must be my family. They must stay be, in a blue tarps. They stay in a blue tarp, yeah. Take blue pills. That's blue tarps, trash bags if we have them. I'm under a couple of black trash bags right now, but blue would be my preferred choice. Do you live in a trash bag? Dumpster, it doesn't matter. You know, I just, I, for me, being an American, like, I stay where I can because this is my land. This is this land, do you like that song, This Land Is Your Land, This Land Is My this Land? This Land My Land. <laughs> You enjoy that? From California. To the New York. New York City. <laughs> so, uh, did you support the um, the guys who took over the uh, the bird sanctuary in Oregon? I've had sex with two of them, yes. Okay. All right. One by choice. The so, other one forced himself <laughs> on me. Did that upset you? I just worked with what I had, you know. You yeah. got to take day by day. You got to go with the game that God lays down for you. If you were going to give any advice, um, I know you have to go because the police are chasing you. If you were going to give any advice to our listeners. Now, once again, Taylor Hicker, um, you'll be able to see him um, tomorrow night at the Tempe Center for the Arts. That's at 700 West Real Salado Parkway. I'll be at Denny's tonight. He'll be at Denny's tonight. Out by the dumpster. Out by the dumpster. The one in Tempe. The, the dumpster in Tempe or the Denny's in Tempe? The Denny's in Tempe off the 202. The dumpster out back. I'll be there from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Good. 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 Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll want to avoid that area. Uh, he'll be at the... Uh, he'll Tonight he'll be at the dumpsters at the Denny's off the 202. Friday night he'll be at the Tempe Center. That's, that's quite a leap. 
from a dumpster to the Tempe Center for the Arts. Well, I'm asleep in the town lake before that, so there'll be an intermission. Didn't I see you bathing in the town lake once? Possibly. Yeah? Okay. God puts the water there. What am I supposed to do with it? Drink it? Well, God didn't put it there. It's a man-made, Soak in it. It's a man-made lake. <laughs> uh, God made man, didn't he? To the best of my knowledge. Although, um, after a conversation with you, I, I don't know if it was his best work. Um, you'll be there. Uh, you can get tickets by going to ComedySchools.com or ComedySchoolsRadio.com and clicking the TCA banner. Uh, do you have a, do you have an overall before you go? Do you have an overall philosophy or anything that you want to uh, share with our listeners? Not really. <laughs> uh, well, I got it. This is one of the most in depth and insightful interviews I've ever done. I am so glad that I uh, I got up and drove in here. You know, I I was feeling a little under the weather. I told Cheryl, I go, uh, we have the ability to uh, to broadcast from from home from the home office at the entertainment. Um, Capital of uh, Arizona, Maricopa. Foghat's going to be there this Saturday, Taylor. Do you enjoy bands like Foghat and Blue Oyster Cult? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we're not going now. Um, we're afraid there'd be too many of you. Can you we, fix me up with some tickets? It's free. Can you fix me up with some tickets? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you just leave me a few bucks here, and, uh, and I'll, I'll get you a couple of tickets. You got her. Right, about 100 bucks, and I'll make sure that you get in. We could have done the show from uh, from home, but I told uh, I told Shirley I go we have a, an outspoken. I was wrong in a lot of accounts. I said we have an outspoken uh, and controversial character, uh, Taylor Hicker, who'll be at the uh, TCA Friday, who's coming in to share his views. Uh, he's a little bit right wing, and so we drove in just to speak with you. I walked in. What do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> I just don't want you to steal my car battery when you leave. You got her. All right. All right, we are going to take a little break. That was Taylor Hicker. He will be there along with, uh, there is a rumor. Uh, by the way, Taylor, I don't know if you know this or not. Donald Trump is not going to debate tonight. He's refused the Fox debate. And by the way, the reason that they're saying that he's refusing is not true. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, but what they're saying that it's strictly about Megyn Kelly. Did the pubic hair fall off his head? That may have happened. It will be on his head Friday night. Either Donald Trump or a guy who looks a lot like him and sounds like him and talks like him will be at the right-wing, left-wing uh, um, show Friday night at the Tempe Center for the Arts. So you and Donald Trump and Josh Graves on the right. That'll make for an interesting combination. Uh, you know, these, like I said, I've, ran, I've, I've done a few of these. They're like uh, comedic town hall debates. You guys, e- even though you make no sense, might have a chance of winning tomorrow night. I don't know where you're going with that, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have, as they used to say in the gong show, more stuff. There I am. I'll just send that song. I don't know what song that was, but I didn't like it. It was, uh, you know what that was? It was like, I don't uh, know what that was. And you know what? I'm not, I, 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 uh, people are going to make selections and you're going to agree or disagree or like or not like it. I don't want anybody to stop making selections, but that's, uh, who was that? That was Station Man by Fleetwood Mac. That was Station Man by Fleetwood Mac? Mm. Well, it's terrible. Yeah. And I was a big Fleetwood Mac fan. Yeah, I'm not against them, but um, I'm not for that song. Uh, the next voice you hear will be John Gregory. Hey. There was a, uh, there was a movie in the 40s called The Next Voice You Hear. And what it was was God decided to speak to everybody through the radio. And it was, uh, you know, and 
All of a sudden, it, it's like God telling everybody to be kind to one another. You have a reference to everything, I swear. Everything. Every time period, you could just come out with the most random reference. I, am, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. In the late 40s, there were, you're familiar, like this sounds familiar if you go, the next voice you hear. You know that? that no, that, not, no, to, no. It, not to you because you're brain damaged. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're speaking with John Gregory, who uh, just entered the room. Uh, John's a very funny guy who regularly appears in uh, all the good clubs now in town, man. And uh, um, you now have the uh, the reputation of being, um, I think you're the funniest guy in the city currently. I think you're one of the funniest guys I've seen, and I've seen a lot of people. Uh, you now are the guy who regularly comes in second in major comedy contests. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Comedy subjective. Comedy is subjective. You know what? And, and um, the only time that I agreed, and I'm not saying that the guys who got first weren't funny, because, uh, look, you know, you know Somehow, it's, social media is a bad thing, man, because it's giving voice to our ugliest feelings, and people go in and say ugly things on social media. So if I were to say, I don't think so-and-so is funny or that funny, thing like that, so I'm not saying that. But the only time that I um, um, I thought, well, that might make sense, is you came in second to Bob Kubota, correct? Yeah. In the uh, funniest person in the, uh, what's the name of that contest? Funniest something. Something, yeah. Of the state yeah something yeah yeah where they come in and they 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 have decided they fly in from florida and whatnot and go we will choose who's the funniest person well you know i gotta say though there's been many times i've had like a really good show i felt really good about it and everyone in the room laughed and i come out and the bartender tells me oh someone left during your set they're really offended i was and you know and there's been other times where i've had it i thought a terrible set and 10 15 people come up and think i'm the greatest thing in the world so you never know you never know, but, you know, if, if you really kind of look at the, the history of stand-up comedy, which is, you know, it's when people say, oh, this kind of comedy I like, this comedy I don't like, they're almost always exclusively talking about stand-up because that's easy to identify. It's a person talking. I suppose I didn't like this movie. It wasn't a funny movie. Um, or it was a funny movie. Um, Carlin had people walk out on him. Carlin was, you know, arrested. Carlin had a, Lenny Bruce had people walk out on him. Uh, uh, Bill Hicks. I used to watch people walk out on Bill Hicks in mass. I mean, I went to him and watched like 30 people get him walk out, you know, giving him like that wave with the arm, like phooey, you know, yeah. and uh, and Bill just kind of standing there smoking a cigarette till they left. And then so having someone walk out um, doesn't mean you're not funny. It just means could could mean that. Yeah, it could mean <laughs> that, but it, not in your case. I'm trying to I'm trying to say good things about you. You came in uh, second to Bob Kubota. And then in the very same contest a year later, you came in uh, second to um Ty Rivera. Okay, who's a funny guy? Very funny. Okay, um, kind of an angry dude. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, and I, I'm not saying that to say bad things about Ty, but okay, you look at his Facebook post, and it's just, you know, and I hate about open mics. Okay, all right. But um, you came in second to him, and then you went down to uh, our good friend Rick Bronson, put on a contest called uh, Funniest Comedian with the Day. Rick came to me and said, or, or he didn't come to me, but he was talking with me. He goes, we're going to do a contest called uh, funniest comedian with a day job. I go, well, that's every comic in this city. So um, you came in second there to Anthony Decimino. So you have a um, you have now a reputation of coming in second to um, uh, ethnic gay comics. Bob's not gay. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bob Cavote is not gay. And I don't, I mean, these guys talk about being gay in their act, so I'm not, it's not like, oh, he's gay. Uh, But um, I think that, and I think Anthony's funny, and I certainly think Ty's funny, 
But um, I think you should have came in first. But now I think it's funny. I think that you should you should shoot for second. I think you want to keep that going, you know, because then then you'll become like a martyr. He always comes in second, man. He should come in first. You know, you'll be one of those guys. It's a great goal. Thanks. <laughs> Shoot from I don't even know what that means. I don't shoot. even know how to take that. But, but since, since most people end up uh, in the middle of mediocre anyway, just go for it now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So uh, you. Oh, then it'll become great. See, now Shirley forgets <laughs> there's, there's no microphone in front of her. And then she goes back and listens to the download and goes, it sounded like a ghost. There's a ghost in the room. See, see, you forgot about one of my titles that I'm actually the most proud of. And which is? the When, when Last Comic Standing had their best of the worst episode. Yeah. Top 10 best of the worst. I was number 10, which makes me the worst of the best of the worst in last comic standing history. I like that. I li- you know what? Here's, here's something funny. I know that one time you put it on uh, as, as a credit that you've been on last comic standing. And I thought it was kind of funny. And then I saw I saw comics, not because of you, but you'll see this um, comics, usually not full-time comics, because uh, full-time comics are too busy being comics. Um just railing about people that put little things like that on their credits. Yeah, well, I mean, at the same note, I mean, I was on three episodes. I was casted to play a reject. Yeah. It wasn't like I came out and... Yeah, I know. I, I didn't know. do my stand-up. Yeah, I was so, doing a character that I do. and So, people, was, yeah, so, so people don't know when they go, I hate it when people say, oh, I was, there was a crowd shot of me and it's a credit. And I go, you know, as, as a former uh, booker, you know, and I'm, I'm a current booker. What the hell am I talking about? But I don't think of myself that way anymore. There was a time when that was my, my primary... Um, uh, job in the industry was uh, uh, booking uh, nightclubs. I booked about three or four uh, nightclubs and, and uh, uh, booked some, you know, some big shows. So, uh, and I do that now, but I'm thinking of myself that way. But in, in, in those days, people would send you VHSs, send you videos. They could tell me all the credits they wanted. I already kind of knew who was good and who wasn't good. Yeah. And they could put down that they, they worked all these places. <clears throat> and I would, I never felt bad. I never was angry towards them because I realized um, I realized that uh, uh, they were just uh, they were trying to get a foothold somehow, and that eventually, by looking at their video or looking at having um, them do a guest set at one of my clubs or something, I was going to see if they were funny or not. So then the credits didn't matter anyway. But I got it. But you, um, you were uh, best of the worst of last comic standing. Yeah. What's the official title of that? What would you? Call, that's it. Yeah? Yeah. Best of the worst? Is it like a... The, is it something that... But we, the worst of the best of the worst. Can I buy just a copy of that? I'm sure it's out there. You can go to NBC, you know? Yeah. You go to the National Broadcast. Look at their uh, look at their Tempe auditions. You'll see uh, Dick Dynamo. Dick Dynamo. Coming out. You are? Yeah. And, but that was a cast thing. They asked you to yes. do that. I did that for American Gladiators. This character, Dick Dynamo, and NBC runs that that uh, same, same program. So the casting director from Last Comic Standing... Saw me on uh, American Gladiator. Said, "I want you to come and do this character for Last Comic Standing." I obviously said yes. You know, as well as I know you, I did not know this story. Yeah, I did not know that Dick Dynamo. And when were you on American Gladiators? Same year, two thousand. Was that seven or eight? Two thousand eight. So you know, based on that character, I'm surprised your career didn't take off much faster. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Uh, uh, you just did a show, and I know you got to go in a little bit, but I just want to talk about this for a second. Uh, you did a show in Ventura, California. Ventura. I did. Ventura, California. Tell us about that show. Because you were with someone, uh, we love you, but uh, we, I, I think when you look at the handful of guys who are just 
dynamically funny that you see every few years. Eric Myers is certain one one of those. And is Eric Myers and J.C. Karras? I'm not familiar with J.C. Um, both super funny. Yeah, and you were on a show with them in Ventura at our old friend, uh, one, yeah. of, one of my closest friends in the industry. Randy uh, Lubis. Randy Lubis. Yeah. Put it on. And yeah. uh, the madman of comedy. The madman of comedy. Because we're all loud and crazy. 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 Hey, you want crazy. We got crazy comedy. Come on down. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was all shows were sold out, which was great. They packed them in. Sure. And they taped it. The idea is to try to sell it to Netflix. Yeah, that's always um, the idea when they That's do the idea, things, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it, it's a great show. The crowds loved it. Um, we all did a good job. We'll see how the edit comes out. They got they got a couple shows to choose from. See, you, uh, I met you years ago, and you were one of the guys, first time I saw you on stage, went, oh, this guy's got something. You know, and you were, you were kind of newer to stand up at the time. And then the first time I saw Eric Myers, it was like um, I wasn't going to a club to see Eric Myers. Uh, it was a, some sort of... Um, uh, a showcase show with a bunch of local comics on it. Somehow Eric Myers came in to do it. And I watched him and I went, this guy is stunningly funny. Yeah, you he's know? hilarious. Yeah, so uh, I, I would I would actually buy, I'm not going to because you'd give me one for free, yeah. but I would actually buy that, that DVD. Well, that's or, the thing. I'm going to have the DVD at the least to sell after shows. And if they don't like me, I got Eric Myers on the DVD. So there you go. And tell us about, Gotta the, be happy. Tell us about the other guy. Let's give him some props. Oh, JC. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he's uh, He's hilarious. High energy, um, just like he just—it's just we all of us. I think you just stay last throughout the show. There's no real room for the for the crowd to breathe, really. Yeah. And I think I think he put together a great show that way. I think it it it's almost like too much, you know. Did he give you a place to stay? No, I I, I, I have a place to stay out there, so it was it, it's fine. <laughs> You drove to Ventura, and they didn't even give you a place to stay. It's well, I can always I can always stay at Kevin's, you know, if I Kevin wanted to stay in L.A. I can always stay at, uh, at Kevin Kevin and Kirsten's. Kirsten. If you don't know uh, uh, about us and the sort of extended um, sad warp family that we are, uh, Kevin O'Day is uh, uh, my long-term business partner. Uh, that helps me with all the uh, helps me with the websites and promoting all the shows that we do at night. Uh, and Kevin uh, now lives in Los Angeles with Kirsten Alberts who's on the show, uh, Laughs, on Fox. And we're going to talk to a guy in a minute who's uh, got that coming up. But uh, Kevin is an incredibly strong guy. Um, and uh, um, one of the few people, uh, he helped me move one time from my home in Los Angeles out to here. And he's carrying, like, couches over his head. Yeah. And just he and I emptying out a whole house, and he did, he did the majority of it. Um, could be a violent guy. He's not a violent guy, but he could be. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah. we had a we had a little a little tussle out by the bushes. Longfellow saw that one. Yeah, a few months back. Yeah, yeah. So he chucked me right into a bush. <laughs> Kevin O'Day chucked you right into a bush. Chucked me right into a bush, but I came back with vicious body shots. And then so he Michael, did you see this? No, uh, yeah, I did see it. Okay, it's Michael Longfellow who. Uh, I didn't know if who, I was allowed who, to talk. You're allowed to talk. Who's uh, regularly uh, appears uh, with us on a lot of stuff and hey. and, and uh, also on. On other shows throughout the city. I know one time you and Kevin, John Gregory, started fighting uh, um, back uh, backstage at the Tempe Center for the Arts. Started wrestling around and he got and, and finally I, I was standing there and finally I had to go, boys, knock it off. Yeah, I'm glad you did because he did. He had me in a sleeper hold. I was going, I was going out. He you did have me in out. a nice choke hold. Yeah. Yeah. And I watched him one time, a kid who was on the wrestling team at ASU who was going for, uh, was a really good wrestler. And it was another company, Kevin and I... Um, Work for and they had like a large 
a warehouse space that was kind of empty at the time because they were moving stuff out. And his kid was talking smack about what he could do. And, and Kevin's in his 40s. And Rich Scheidner, a very funny comic, uh, was there as well. We were there doing business or shooting videos. I forget. It was a production company. And the guy was going on about how good it was. And finally, Kevin took his wallet and his keys out and slammed him down on his table. He was, goes, all right, that's it. Let's go. And this kid who was training every day, okay, was on a wrestling team for ASU. And at his peak performance, Kevin treated him like a rag doll and finally got him down. The kid's going, all right, I've had enough. And Kevin went, no, you haven't. <laughs> but here's what I'm getting to, okay? Here's what I'm getting to. Uh, I remember um, um, there's a... Um, a scene it's a, in The Godfather 2 when uh, Marlon Brando says to Al Pacino, I think you found your Luca Brasi. When I met Kevin, I thought, oh, I found my Luca Brasi. But he's not, uh-huh. he's, not, he, he's not really violent in that way. So um, he has rotator cuff problems right now. Yeah. This is what I was getting to. His arm is in. He's down now. He's down. Yeah. So if you were going to get him, because you, uh, you were a, a gold glove boxer. Yeah. And you, how many times, how many championships do you have? Or? Uh, I had three state championships. I had 50, over 50 fights. And it's always a problem. Like, if you can punch a guy, he's going down. Yeah, the punch if, is what I need. If he gets, I'm not, yeah. yeah. I'm not. So he's got a bad arm. All right. So, yeah, and if that's his left, it's his left. It's his I'll no, tell you how bad right. his arm is. Michael Longfellow had to help him carry his uh, laundry. Yeah, I did. Because uh, Michael stayed at his house. I didn't have to. I did. Yeah. <laughs> no, you no, you had to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got the uh, you got the DVD to uh, selling it. Where, where you where you where are you uh, appearing now, uh, next? Next, next. Um, House of Comedy, Valentine's Day week. Yeah, the House of Comedy at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy with uh, uh, DC Benny. DC Benny. Yeah, that'll be what February eleventh through fourteenth. Eleventh through the fourteenth, you'll be at the House of Comedy, Rick Brunson's House of Comedy. We have uh, House of Comedy comics coming in tomorrow, buddy. I know you got to go. Yeah. You should go. All right. So uh, that was John Gregory. He'll be at the House of Comedy. Also, uh, Taylor Hicker will be at the Tempe Center of the Arts. Is Taylor still in the room? Did he come by? I'm right here. Okay. All right, Taylor, you can go now as well. John, please take Taylor out of the room because he's weird. Um, you mind if I gnaw on the tire of your car before I leave? You're more than welcome to do anything as long as it's out of my sight. Uh, that was uh, John Gregory and Taylor Hicker. John will be at the House of Comedy. Taylor Hicker will be at the Tempe Center of the Arts tomorrow night. We're going to take a brief break. When we come back, Michael Longfellow.